Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the First Few Podcast. What, what, what? I'm one of your hosts, Johnny Rome, and with me, I'm joined by my great friend, my co-host, Juan Perez. How you doing, Juan? Dude, Johnny, if I was the owner of Chuck E. Cheese, I would make you like the CEO of announcements. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> you're the best at that. Damn. Uh, what's up, man? What's uh, I'm up? I'm doing good. I am excited to talk about our episode today. Today, we talked to Cedric uh, Glad Life, Cedric from the Glad Life. Um, we talked to him about, uh, about how he is a recovering addict, um, his reform from that, performing with Janet Jackson, or at least being on stage with Janet Jackson <laughs> at one point. Uh, we talk about a whole slew of things. It's a very positive, fun time, a great conversation, and I think we should just get into it. What do you say, Juan? Yes, very positive. It's really going to brighten up your day. All right, let's jump into it. Really quick, I did want to ask, because you talked so much about traveling uh, in, in our lift ride, um, what's like the the most fun place you've been to? Because you've traveled a lot of places. Yeah, I have. Uh, what do you mean, fun? Fun, maybe <laughs> um, Brazil? Brazil. Brazil was dope. Uh, I went to Carnival, Salvador, Brazil. It was beautiful. Beaches were nice. Um, it was relaxed. Yeah, so, I mean, from that perspective, it was fun. But the most memorable would be um, my, my, Thai, my Asia trip where I got to swim with elephants. So, for mm. me, that's, like, like, the best thing I've ever done in my entire life so far. God. How was that? How was that like? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was surreal because I almost actually didn't do that part because I did a, a trip around Asia through Thailand, Cambodia, uh, Vietnam, and then to um, Taiwan and then back to Thailand. So throughout that, I actually rode elephants when I first got to Thailand. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Trip ticked it off. So I was doing my travels. And then when I got back to Chiang Mai, um, I reserved someone to do like a personal tour. So she was like suggesting stuff, and I my biggest thing I wanted to do was to take pictures with um, with uh, lion tigers. Mm, right. And I was like, no, this is I definitely want to do this. And so she's like, okay, yeah, we can do that. And she recommended. She's like, oh, I recommend you do this this tour that I have with private elephants. And I'm like, mm, I've actually already done that. Uh, she was like, well, this one is like completely different. You probably haven't done this experience, and and I can be a little bit stubborn. Especially when you know when you go into the mindset of I know what I want and right. I like, yeah, you know, well she said, Well just leave it open. I haven't arrived yet. And I said to her, uh, okay, I'll just think about it. And I'm learning to talk to myself. And I'm like, said to keep an open mind. She's suggesting it for a reason. Don't go in, go go into it with negativity. So I met up with her. She's cool. I, I loved her vibe. <laughs> we like connected really well. That's and dope. Then, uh, we went on this tour. And then when she took me to the elephant tour, she said, you know, just be prepared. I got there and you gotta suit up. And they what I really loved about it is first and foremost, is not what everyone thinks that they're mistreated, they're chained or anything like that. Mm. It's 60 acres of them being able to roam free. Um, we got to like kind of do like um, a pedicure on them. They talked to <laughs> us about each individual elephant. They talked to us that what people don't know is that each of the elephants have a trainer and that trainer pairs for them for life. 
So wow. that's absolutely loves them with all their hearts. It's kind of like my dog. That, that's how they see it. And so they're saying they take us into the jungle. We get to feed it. And they're like, you know, you only get to go bathe in it. You get to go watch them. So they walk us through this jungle. And then it's like, we're having our lunch. And then it's in like this big pond. that's kind of like a lake. It's kind of like dirty water. And then they were like, and I'm eager. I'm just like, yo, what? And so I said to I was like, so we can get in the water now? And they were like, yeah. And I was, it's a small group. It was like about six people. No one wanted to get in. I'm like, y'all crazy. <laughs> this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And there was like this one big one in there already. I was like, can I go in there? He was like, no, Cedric, you can't. I'm like, please, I don't care. I'll just go. But Cedric, I'm telling you, it's not, I, I'm not, it's not going to be a save. I, I don't want to put you in there. But eventually they let me jump in the water. Man, it, it's just, it's just amazing. You got to sit on top of them. Um, they're so playful. Mm. You're like scrubbing. He's throwing water back on you. I mean, you're in deep water, and like he's trying to throw you off, like playing around. And the the uh, the trainers they're with me as well. And it's just like they had to drag me out of the water because I had <laughs> the best experience ever. And that's oh. for me. That's what life is about. That's amazing. That's yeah. Cool. I I love your positive energy. I love I love the positivity, the energy you radiate. Um, like were you. Was there a point in your life where you discovered that or were you always born with that kind of positive energy? No, I think I was always born with it. I go through my struggles like any other person. Um, I'm, I'm in a rebuilding phase as we speak, as you know, that we were talking about. Um, but I think that's something that's very innate inside of me that regardless of what's going on, I always try to have a positive outlook. Um, I can't say I'm positive every single moment, but for the most part, it is something that I know that everything's always going to be all right. I know that I remember one of my exes years and years and years ago had uh, his mindset was, you know, I want to protect you. You know, people take advantage of you, Cedric, because you're so, you have this, like, um, you're a good person. You want to do so many different things. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you gotta make, you, you need to understand that people aren't all good. And I said to him, I was like, listen, the day that I start thinking like that is the day I give up, give up on this human race. And I can't do that. And mm -hmm. so that's, that's like something that's really important for me. I mean, sometimes I get you know, inside my head, but for the most part, I pull myself out of it and I get back to that positive outlook of what there is out there for me to achieve. And, you know, you know always look for the best in everyone. Mm -hmm. um, I mean... You already told me a little bit about about your story on our lift ride, and uh, I, I do want to um, to talk a little bit about that. I, I, what you said, you're rebuilding. Can you talk about your journey um, uh, and what you're rebuilding from? Yeah, and I'm very open and honest about it. Um, I am a I. I'm trying not to use these words because what I'm also learning is when you use certain words to define yourself, it sticks to you. So um, I will use it, but I don't want to continue to use these. Uh, I'm a recovering addict. Um, I still go through my, I, I matter of fact, I relapsed very recently, which um, wasn't very happy about, but I always, what I do is I take the lesson from it. Um, so my rebuilding phase is I know that God has put something on my heart that he wants me to accomplish, but in order for me to be able to do it, I have to get a certain stability in my life. I had a lot of self and it's so, it's a contradiction. 
self-loathing because of um, because of being gay. Um, because I was raised in the 70s and 80s, my father's military, very, very like very religious. I was raised that this is not a lifestyle that is acceptable, and it made me believe that I wasn't worthy of love. And I think what happens is when you when people start to use drugs, sometimes it's for fun, which that was in my case, but the more you use it, um, the more you escape from reality and the more dependent you become or you get comfortable in that reality. So that's the habit of where I am, where I've been trying to break. And it's getting better. It's, been, it's getting much, much, much better. Um, like I say, even though I relapsed a couple of days, uh, oh, it's like four or five days ago, um, the lesson I, I took from that is I pushed myself very hard as well with work and all the things I'm actually trying to accomplish. And there needs to be a balance in your life. There needs to be, yes, you can go really, really hard. I'm not young. I'm not, I'm not 21 like you guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm 51 years old. So it's like my body, even though I come across very youthful, sometimes my body's like, you need to take it down. So what I have to understand is, yes, I'm not, I, I'm not gonna like chase the money, I'm chasing my goals, but have them, have them where they're realistic. I don't push myself work at 12, 14 hours a day hard on because what ends up happening is that's when my mind isn't in a great place and I'm able to make a bad decision or not be as conscious as what I would like to be. And that habit, because your body actually, your body sometimes becomes in control of your mind because when those emotions come, your body's the one that's saying, yeah, let's do this. And your mind just all of a sudden goes into um, a mode where it's, it's automatic. And so when I get tired, that's when that happens and I'm not in control. So I was like, okay, I can't push myself that much. I make sure that I take that time to rest. I take that time to come and do the work that I need to do to get to where I want to go soon. Can I just mention like, you had a very big impact on Johnny because when we talked about guests, he said like, oh, there's this Uber driver. And so my, my first question when I heard that was like, how did you lead up to the conversation that, that you were able to affect them that much or impact them that much? I don't, I, I don't know if you really I, I think, remember. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I, I think, I, yeah, sorry. I think you and, because it was you and your friend, I remember the ride. <laughs> I picked up you and a friend who was in town who's actually doing another film. And we actually started talking. I'm very talkative. Right. And I, I think we started talking about um, traveling. Yes. About, about yeah. traveling and about film. And then I led into how I actually have, I actually have a, um, a, a YouTube channel. That my YouTube channel is uh, about vlogging my transformation from being an addict to being one of the uh, greatest motivational speakers in the world. Um, so that's how it actually started. Yes, yes. <laughs> wow, it's coming great. back to me, it's coming back to me. It was my friend was visiting from Ohio and he yeah. was talking about how he had gone out of the country and stuff and, and yeah, and then, um, you know, and, and of course you're, you, you talked about uh, your YouTube channel and I, I, I did want to lead into that at some point because I definitely, um, I love when people can take something that happened in their life and turn it into some sort of art form, uh, and, and especially to benefit and, and to give advice and, 
and to document, I think that's amazing. So uh, can you talk about like what inspired you to make this series and, and where you hope it ends up in the future? Yeah. Um, it's really interesting on how, how it started. Cause it, first it was, I was uploading, um, it was called motivational moments. So I have like my friends were all sort of, heading towards the same direction so you know we we talk about the goals that we actually have so we're really working on it and i've actually worked in the industry I, I used to work for warner brothers um so i knew a lot about uh youtube channels that i negotiate contracts for influencers but i realized that i want to i want to be on the side of positivity and uh and change i don't because you know uh social media can be can be quite toxic at times uh so I was uploading just these, it was called motivational moments. And you know, I, I have a quite a big personality. I'm very loud and, and they were loving it. And, uh, but a friend of mine, a really good friend, I said about Brazil, uh, he lives in Brazil. Him and I, we had chatted just briefly and he wanted to talk a little bit more about me, more about, you know, situation. I've known him for like, I think we met like in 2003. And he was like, uh, you know, maybe kind of like leading to their to their leading towards saying maybe you want to wait until you get to like your stable before you start putting these because he's saying like you seem like a little bit of a roller coaster you know i've, I've thought about it um and one of the things i also do is um i also listen to a lot of motivational speaking like when we're in a car that's i i that I have on a podcast, I, um, I have YouTube on a racial speaking or audible book, something that's going to help because I'm very selective about what I put in my mind because that's what helps. Um, that will, that is what's going to help um, rewire my brain. So, um, and in one of those episodes, a guy actually said, he said, you know what's really interesting? Motivationally, you're great. Success stories are great. What's even greater is a guy who fucks his life up and turns it all about round and they see that. So that proposed a thought in my head. Now, from a business aspect, you always have to have the unique something different. Everybody in motivational speaker, they talk about their journey. They talk about their success. They're showing it. And I thought, what if I just put it out there and show it? How about I show people the real, you know what? being an addict is not a choice it's not that something and that's the other aspect of my channel is destigmatizing addiction because people are so ashamed of it people are embarrassed of it people and not even me you know i talk about it and they're like, okay yo Sunday, yo you can't relapse yeah and I'm like, okay yeah i got this i got this so then when i actually relapse sometimes it takes you to a low because you feel that you've let not only yourself down you let everybody else down and the one thing that I've now realized it, it's actually part of your journey. I know, and we were talking with my best friend, I was at her house this weekend. Um, I know that the, my intentions of what I'm doing and where I'm going to get to is 100%. I am over, going to overcome this. I have no doubt in my mind I will. Not, not, not even a slightest chance. But there are going to be some bumps and bruises in the room. That's what life is. So we live in a society where they only want to see just the good, the positive, and everything that's going right in your life. But unfortunately, that's not how life is. So I want to share 
my experience. I don't want to tell people how to do it. I don't want to say you do this. This is what's going to happen because what ends up happening is when we do what people tell us to do exactly the way they are and we don't get the results, we get disappointed. What I say is, listen, this is what I'm doing. Try it. If it works for you, it works for you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I use that same model is I listen to what people are saying. I think, mm, let me see if I can implement this. And I try that. So what I'm doing as far as my, my journey is what I'm learning is called, you know, a trial and error. It's like, okay, does this work? I meditate. I'm actually in the process of rewiring my brain. Um, I do a 45-minute intensive meditation in the morning based off of uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza when he talks about unmemorizing certain habits and, you know, bringing the new ones in there. Uh, I exercise. I get up at between 4 and 5 in the morning and I go run. Um, it's because I want to get, I think it's about having a mind-body-spirit connection. Uh, I'm very spiritual. I believe in God. I know God has a big plan for me. Um, I'm not as, I love the, I think the Bible's great, but I think it's, it's more of a, um, it gives parables about what we can actually do and implement in our life, but I'm not a person that says, this is what you have to live by. Um, I have a personal relationship with God. Um, God reveals himself in my eyes to me, and that's one of the things that kind of helped me because being gay you know, the world sometimes is against you. And especially where I grew up, when I grew up, uh, it was like, you know, we're the lowest of the low. I would never have a family. I would never have these things. And then I had this one experience. I had several experiences. One of the most God memorable experiences is I woke up in this, in this apartment. It's just a few months ago. And I, I had insomnia. So I turned my TV on and I watched Will and Grace. Love that show. And it was the new season, the last season, three episodes. And what was really nice about it was Will, he's the gay guy with his female best friend. Will's getting his happily ever after. His happily ever after was children. His surrogate is having a baby and his husband. And I got so angry. I actually switched the television off and started shouting. I was like, this does not happen in life. This is, you, you don't get this shit. And what I'm about to share with you, I kid you not, happened in this very apartment. Right after I did that, I, let me do that. I shouted at the TV, and then I switched it off. And right when I switched it off, the power in my house went on, off, on, off, on, off. And it was just that. But it made me realize, it's like, God is just trying to tell me, Cedric, I want you to get where you're going to go, and I will give you the life that you actually want. And from then on, it's just like, you know, I get conflicting stories. Well, maybe, you know, that's the devil. People try to say that. And I have to learn to stay true to my convictions that I believe that I have my personal relationship with God. God is guiding me. And God said that I'm cool with me being gay. I'm cool with the direction I'm actually going. I know he's going to bless me with everything I want. And I'm just going to continue to be the good person. And that's, that's in a nutshell what I'm trying to do. And where I end up, where I hope to end up, is two things. One, um, a motivational speaker. I don't want to be a coach. I don't want to sit down and talk to people, but I do want to go into schools. I do want to go into places and let people know about the impact of traumas that happens to people and how like bullying and, you know, making people feel ostracized, whatever differences you have, it doesn't just have to be gay. Those things scar us so hard that for me, it carried on for so many years in my life until I realized that 
that's what I'm holding on to and that's why I need to let go. And I want kids to understand that, you know, this is not, this can actually impact these. Um, I want to go into schools to talk about that. I want to help make some positive change. And I want to, you know, have uh, my own talk show so I can continue to share people's stories about how they've made amazing transformations in their life. Wow. That's so great. Um, so great. I, I do want to ask, because you are older, uh, you mentioned it earlier. Um, what is like something that you would do when you were younger that you wish you did when you were younger that you think would have had the biggest impact on you now? Learn to not care what people think. Mm. I think that's one of the biggest mm -hmm. things that alters us as people because we want to fit in. We want to be liked. Um, we want to feel the certain way. And the sooner that you become comfortable of being who you are, the better it will be for yourself. Um, yeah, I, th I think that's probably one of the things that a lot of people oh, struggle man. with. That's so beautiful because especially nowadays, I mean, that, that was always a big issue for me too is, uh, is uh, I, I care a lot about what people think. I, I very much fabricated my social media and, that, and especially because now we have social media. TikToks are, are you know, kids are getting more addicted yeah. to TikToks and they're blowing up like that. And, and the way they're perceived on social media determines their social status in schools and how they, and their mental health. Um, damn like that that that's a beautiful uh observation to make i was just gonna mention how do you deal with social media because that's a, a huge topic and i agree with it and i want to see like what your thoughts are on it and what you would what you yourself do that we can take away from that um my my, my friends get on me it's funny i was just over there this weekend and uh, i use i use social media more as a tool as a platform for what i want to share um I'm not gonna say that I don't ever look to see, okay, how many likes I uh, I'm learning to calm that down, but I don't use social media as, um, I don't, I'm not a scroller. I don't go through there. I, matter of fact, I'm trying to get better to, to like some stuff because I literally don't go on there except to post what I wanna post. Um, so it's, I guess it's two forms because it is a good tool if you use it in the right way, but I think it's something that you have to use very cautiously and be very confident in what you're actually trying to to gain for it people love to live vicariously through everyone else and what mm -hmm. i've noticed is that it makes people feel bad about themselves when you're looking at everyone else and saying oh my god i want to be like that person why is my life but what you don't know is that person is going back home and they are feeling just as shitty as you are about their life, but they're just showing the fantastic parts. Um, so I, for me, from a business aspect, it's really good to use it. Um, I just wish that we would use it from a more positive um, aspect. And I mean, hit it on the head about the kids and stuff like that. It really, really impacts kids' mm -hmm. um, self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And that's, again, that's like a big leader into because all that stuff leads to, um, a type of an addiction and you know one of the things is i i interviewed someone on a food addiction already he's a big youtuber a really good friend of mine uh he lost 250 pounds and it was a sugar addiction and you know he talked about it him and i were very open and honest self-esteem and you know you didn't realize he had all these issues until he talked about openly 
And that's why I think that's why I love what you guys are actually doing when you said it. It's like, this is something open that's going to be positive that can actually help people. And I've gone, I started listening to your stuff you have, you have on there. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, that, yeah, thank that, you that so means much. a lot. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, we've, we've, we've covered so many beautiful things uh, in this conversation. Um, there's one thing that, that we want to talk to you about in our survey, in, in your survey before we go. Um, you performed on stage with Janet Jackson. What, what, give us the story. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I am performed. Oh, what yeah. happened was, um, oh, yeah, this is years ago. I, I, I'm a huge Janet Jackson fan. Mm. And uh, I went to her concert in London. And none of my friends, none of my mates wanted to go with me. And so I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go by myself. So I got there early and then uh, ended up chatting with these like two girls. And then so we got to the front of the stage. And uh, so one of the security guards came up and he said, he was like, he was like, listen, um, Janet, she picked someone from the audience. So uh, you're in a really good position. So I was like, okay. So when I was on there, I was like staring at Janet. This is this during my, my straight days. <laughs> uh, I was I actually was staring at this dancer, this girl. I just I locked eyes with her the entire time, and like so they're like dancing, they're performing, and then uh, it was that time. And so all of the they were like they're like ah. Oh. So everyone's raising their hands, and the girls like pointing at me, and the girl I connected with. And I, she went literally like this, she went. So they go back into the huddle and they come back and they point at me. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I got to walk up on stage and I don't know how I did this. I talked to people I never knew afterwards. Um, and I just had to play a cool, this is, I had hair in that day. I had, <laughs> uh, she sat in the middle of the stage uh, she sat me in the middle of the stage and she played anytime, any place. Uh, she, she gave me a lap dance. <clears throat> um, I smelled her. I was like, that was weird. But I was like, this is what she smells like. I was like, you're Janet Jackson. And so it was just like the most awesome experience I got on there. I was going to say, gave me these pictures afterwards. What was really cool is the following weekend, I went out with my mates in London. We went uh, clubbing somewhere. And these girls came out and they're like, you went, you went to Janet Jackson concert last week, weren't you? Uh, and I was like, oh, boy, I'm like, oh, I was like, yeah, yeah. They're like, you're an actor. <laughs> no. They were like, come on. She pulled in. You were just so calm, cool, and collective. I'm like, no, I wasn't. It was like inside. I was burning it up. But from that experience, what I say and I understand, um, you know, A-list actors and performers, that is the best natural high ever. Mm -hmm. Because the feeling you get from it is mm -hmm. unreal. Unreal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, look, man, thank you so much for taking the time, for sitting down, sharing your beautiful story. Um, where can everyone find you? Plug anything you want to plug. Oh yeah, so my my YouTube channel is uh, the Glad Life. It's all one word: T H E G L A D L I F E. And on Instagram, it's Cedric the Glad Life. And then I actually do have a um, 
a Facebook page for as well for the Glad Life. So you can find me anywhere on there. So I really appreciate it. And I love talking to you guys. It's been an oh, awesome thank experience. You. And it's really yeah, thank you. here yeah. and chat because this is the type of way I like to talk. Very conversational. So I really mm-hmm. appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we'll make sure to so uh, plug your your links in the in the description and everything. And I want to thank you as well. I bet everyone who's listening wants to thank you because I think right now, especially, we need positivity in our lives with uh, everything. Like things just keep on stacking on and stacking on. So I think this is a really good thing that people are going to take from today. And then hopefully they use that positivity for tomorrow. Absolutely. Oh, I really appreciate it. Just uh, like we said, we never give up. That's it. Just always, always make sure it's going to be a, tomorrow's a new day. We can always start over. So Absolutely. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Really appreciate you. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. Hey guys, thanks so much for those of you who stayed to the end of the episode, who listened to the end of the episode. Uh, We just wanted to say that we, the first few podcasts, will be taking a break from the podcast. Um, Just a short break, just to uh, kind of end off season one. And then we'll go into season two with new teammates, with uh, new episodes planned, new guests. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, But thank you guys so much for those of you who stuck around to this episode, but also stuck through season one and helped and watch us grow. I mean, what, what was the journey like for you, Juan? Uh, it was definitely difficult. Um, I think that starting a podcast is Harder hard. than anyone of, of us thought. But I also think it's very rewarding and it's a very good learning experience. Yeah. And I'm so happy to be, to even just have the chance to spread these voices like Cedric's and just be able to like, just also like, give to the world education but like positivity and motivation and whatever everyone takes from these episodes and Mm -hmm. i'm super excited to do that next season but in a better format yes and uh you know i what 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 was the highlight of the season for you i'd say for me markel's episode was pretty great i love talking to him uh ruben rubens was i loved talking to ruben um what was yours you know i i seriously do think that i took something from everyone's episode just like internally and into my own life. When looking back, I I have to say it was probably my first episode was more the most memorable just because mm. Narina had an amazing story that I still think about to this day. But just the fact that it was the first one I recorded um, was a, a very weird feeling to hear myself, to edit it myself. Everything was just kind of like I was just doing it and I was just trying to spread a message and now it's grown to this. And so I, I see that as just kind of like an anchor to what we've become. And it's just, it's become so much more. And so, like I said, I'm super excited for season two because although we, you know, we're going to have some time to relax and, and to rethink a lot of things, I think that we have something here that's going to affect a lot of people. And you and I have been talking, talking about it a lot and we know how to do it. We just need to implement it and we need to think about it a little bit more. So I'm excited for changes, but I'm also going to be sad that we're leaving the season. And I am grateful for everything that I was able to do and the things that we were able to talk about. Well, with that said, uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at It's Johnny Rome. Where can they find you, Juan? Now you could find me at the Juan Perez because I switched it, but this is much easier. Yes. Um, and <laughs> with that said, what a wonderful season. Thank you guys for sticking with us. And we'll see you in the next season. Bye.